episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. We are covering Married at First Sight Australia, Season 10, Episode 9. Now, Chris, which couple and where would you like to start today? (laughs) Well, Dave, let's be honest. I've never written so many notes (laughs) than what I've done for this series. You know, in the past, I used to wing it, but you can't with this show. It is just, it brings, the literally, it brings Falls Hammer from the start, David. So, it's a terrible joke. Hopefully not literally. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Zip blob. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go with Jesse and Claire, because that's where we sort of started the episode, didn't we? So, the commitment ceremony, we get a little bit of tea, potentially, with Lindo. She says, I've got to say something. I, I can't. I, I thought it was going to take this to the grave. So I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, this is like she's seen. You know, someone's been having it off around the fucking back of the club or something. You know, there's something going on here, Dave. But she's walked in on a couple. <laughs> she's been taken to the grave. I know. She's or two, or two days from now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the way she teed it up, I was like, oh my god, this is going to be unbelievable. The, you know. Jesse, uh, Claire and Adam are going to get exposed. So so we've got that playing in the background. So we go to this, the guys meet and the girls meet, don't we? And Harrison does a bit of a, a fake prompt to Jesse Dunny because he's sat next to Harrison. Sat next to Adam and goes, you all right, Jesse? He's like, yep, yep. And I'm like, oh, we're going <laughs> to yeah. go. And then the ladies come in and we're off, Dave. We're off at the races. So we get, you know, I love the fact that when the, the experts go, so how soon it's a bit frosty, that, you know, that Alexandra, it's a bit frosty. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let me tell you, and I must admit, Dave, I don't think it's completely kosher between Claire and Adam. However, Jesse, I, my, my toes were curling, Dave. He was yeah. just, he, he put himself into a corner and looked really silly. So he's gone off, I think, at the moment, anyway, he's gone off at the wrong person, Annie, Dave. And Janelle, that's why Janelle was laughing and stuff. She's like, we were together, Cam was with us, and he did back down, but... You know, Dave, that whole segment was great TV, but I was like, I'd be fingers through my eyes like, oh my God, Jesse, what have you done, mate? So, yeah, what did you think of all that, Dave? I mean, coming into the episode, I was thinking, well, they're going to probably leave Jesse and Claire till later on because, you know, that's going to be the big drama of this episode. I think I was wrong about that. <laughs> it got <laughs> off to a great start, but it just got better. Um, I, I, you know, Chris, I don't think... This is binary. I don't think it's a one or a zero. You know, Jesse clearly went off on one. And it sounds like he was behaving a bit aggressively towards Claire and definitely towards Adam as well. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, when when they bleeped out what uh, what Jesse said, I think he dropped the C-bomb. I think so. <laughs> and, the, right, and the thing is, Adam's like... Well, I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck off, right? You have definitely been called a see you next Tuesday at some point in the last week, probably, but definitely in your life. That does not shock you. But yeah, well done for playing it up to the cameras. Now, I thought, unfortunately, Jesse kind of backed himself into the corner and, and you could see the cogwheels turn in his head. It's like, hang about, I've got something wrong here. But 
like I say, I don't think it's a one or a zero. I don't think there's nothing. There, there's still a whole bunch of time unaccounted for, it seems to me. Now, could be this just disappeared off to have a shit or something. But, you know, I, I yeah. just wonder if something will put his head up, you know, maybe in a few weeks' time or something. But, yeah, he did seem to kind of, uh, you know, come to the conclusion. It looked like Adam had a perfect alibi, by the way. So whatever Claire was doing, it wasn't Adam. And the whole comment that Lyndall said, you you can imagine. I mean, Adam comes across like a bit of a dick, and you can really imagine him saying that, you know, and after, like, being quite flirty. And, look, you've just put these so-called singles, Chris, all together, you know, and they're out, they're having a few beers. You can imagine that they've all got their flirt on because, yes, they're so-called married, but they haven't. You know, they've only been with their partner for a week or something. So, you know, you don't just switch off being that person. So I imagine things got pretty touchy-feely, you know, and and a bit of back and forth, lots of chemistry between Claire and Adam. And then, but then Jesse's the one who's taken that and then his mind has gone absolutely racing. So by the end of it, I'm thinking, yeah, I think there could be something there. But, you know, the way he behaved, Jesse behaved about it, like he's lost the argument. Whatever it was, he's, he's lost. And then the thing is, Chris, it gets to the end, you know, do you want to stay or leave? And Jesse's clear. It's like this experiment's bringing the worst out of me. I, I want to leave. The person I had empathy for along this whole scene, Chris, was Claire. And then she goes, well, I really want to stay with this. And I'm like, hang about. There are the square root of fuck all reasons for you to stay. There is literally nothing. He's been horrible from the moment you started talking about fucking star signs and stuff on the wedding day. It wasn't even a whole day. He shushed you at the airport. He, he fucking ranted on at you about, oh, look at the sun. Look at the sand. Look at the way this, the sun illuminates the sand. And, and, you know, he's forced you to fuck off. You've hardly spent any time together because you keep fucking arguing. He's accused you of cheating and fucking been aggressive trying to grab your phone by the sounds of it off you. You have got no reasons to stay other than wanting to be on TV, Chris. <laughs> well, David, that is in my notes. And she's not the only body on this episode, because we'll get to that. But exactly, I, I completely agree. We're going to be boring today, Dev. I think we're on the same page of nearly everything. So I wrote that down. The first thing I thought was, same as you. Now, Jesse, completely in the wrong. At this present moment in time, he's in the wrong. And what he did yeah. was wrong. There's no excuses. There's somewhat not right about it because of what I could see with Claire was when she was sat down on the chair with next to him, she was absolutely picking her words correctly so she didn't trip mm. up. And it may be that she was nervous. She's on telly. I get that. And I could be way off here. It's somewhat off, Dave. And I'm with you. As soon as she said, when he said leave, I was like, fair play. He went, he's brought the worst out of me. That was his line. This experiment has brought the worst out of me. I want to go. And lo and behold, the most ridiculous fucking rule in any reality TV show. But 
also the best. Yeah, also the best. <laughs> also the best. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because we're going to get another week of these. It's like emotional things. waterboarding. You yeah, know, exactly. you really want to leave, but you contractually can't do. I mean, that's where I fucking wish the UK would do the same, to be honest. It's the opposite, isn't it? If one person says they want to leave, that's it. They're gone. The couple's gone. Whereas this one is proper emotional torture where you're forced to stay. Fucking love it. <laughs> I, I do. I love it. And when she said it, she was so insincere. And then she's like, well, I didn't think it was thingy to leave after it. And I'm just sat there going, fuck off. It's fake as fuck. She's worried about the fucking fame and everything else. And we, we bang on about it every episode on whatever reality show we go on. And it's mainly me saying that there are no, but with this, it's exposed. This episode exposed about three people, well, two people to me more than anybody. Maybe, no, actually, let me rephrase that. It exposed a few people I want to talk about. That mm. Basically, they are in there for the fame. Because if Jesse said he wanted to stay, I'd be like, I don't get it. And he apologized everything. But Claire should definitely have said leave. There's nothing in this relationship. She's an absolute chasing that influencer thing. Fair play. But it made her look so fake at this point. But then just before that, Lyndall, you know, she finally goes, I've got to say something. So I'm thinking, here we go. So I said to Sam, I went, has actually Claire got off with someone else, not Adam? Is it some mm. experiment? So I'm, I'm thinking, it's got to be fucking Harrison, and he's fucking uh, dicks fucking dipped in Viagra by the looks of it, Dave. So I was like, it's got to be fucking Harrison. <laughs> anyway, he, he fucking... Let's not rule it out just yet. <laughs> yeah, just yet, yeah. <laughs> by the sounds of it, he has. Um, so I'm thinking, it's got to be someone, someone. And then all it was was, Adam says, you know, a line, which it, it, it's, it's not right, it's... Adam is a bell end. I don't like him anyway. I think Janelle's going to be in for a short chart shock as we go on. I think he's going to be horrible and just be a complete dick. But I think he's holding it together very well. He's got experience of reality TV, so he's playing the game at the moment. And he's obviously watched this before. But he simply says, which isn't a nice thing to say, he says, stick with me here because otherwise I'm going to go on with Claire. Now, he was lying his ass off to Janelle and he's got his arm around Janelle. And I'm thinking, I bet Janelle's like, please take your arm from around my fucking shoulder. Yeah. But she couldn't. So I don't believe that it was just an innocent thing. However, Janelle's took it at face value. He did apologize to everybody, which seemed fucking hell. That might as well got me fucking sick bag out at that point. I want to <laughs> apologize to Janelle, to uh, Jesse, to all you contestants. And I'm like, fuck off. I don't believe any of this fucking nonsense you're selling. But... What great TV, Dave. I love this show so much. Oh, it is so good, isn't it? So, so good. Um, I, I thought, you know, Lyndall had some real juicy gossip. Now, I'm not absolving Adam of, you know, uh, any kind of part in this. But the type of character he is, like I say, you, you know that he's he probably has said that. Chris, yeah. I, I've heard people say that numerous times doesn't mean they're actually going to do anything it's like a bit yeah. of a bravado thing isn't it it's like look at me you know and I, I why would he why would he say that you know other than a bit of bravado so i i don't think it's there um but the way he's kind of like i did not say that you know complete denial <laughs> and i'm like fucking yeah right <laughs> And his partner, sorry, you said you said the name. I keep forgetting the name. What what's the name? Adam's Who's, partner? Oh, uh, Janelle. 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 I thought 
fucking hell. Are, are you playing a character here as well? Are, are you kind of like going along with this for the fame? Because there should be quite a lot of red flags. I mean, regardless of whether anything had happened, Christ, Chris, right? Hypothetical question. Let's say it's you and I suddenly transported, bing, Starship Enterprise fucked us right over into maths, into a parallel universe or something. Yeah. And uh, you're there with Sam. And I just say, well, actually, uh, Chris said to me that, uh, uh, let's make up, oh, I know a name. Um, Chris said to me that uh, you better stick around or else I'm going home with Helga. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking knob right? <laughs> <laughs> and so where is that or let me put it this way in what state or which you know Australia part of Australia do you think your nuts would end up in <laughs> I don't think I'd, yeah what happened in David <laughs> so it's disrespectful and that's a great yeah. pick up that as well like, it's a private joke everybody by the way Helga well, yeah. private unless you listen to you know VHS the VHS strikes, strikes back, back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's amazing, Dave. You absolute toss pot, right? Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly on. No, I agree. I totally agree. It's disrespectful, and I'm with you on that, Dave, because obviously she is an influencer herself. She's got a massive following, and she? She's told us this. She's got yeah. this uh, Instagram, TikTok following for her makeup, and she's, by the looks of it, she's got over half a million, probably, and then she may even have a million, 300... Uh, 300, uh, yeah, 750,000. I can't get numbers. You right, put but your teeth back in. Three quarters of a million. <laughs> Let's just say that. That's easier, isn't it? Um, <laughs> the Helga thing has took me off, Dave. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is a deep cut for any uh, super fans of ours. It's <laughs> <laughs> put me right off now. Uh, so, but no, you're right. It's absolutely. Um, Correct. It's just the, the wording's wrong. So I don't know with that. I'm with you. I mean, they obviously both say they're going to stay just to top them off, Adam and Janelle. Um, but Dave, I've got to say, moving on, you know, we always talk about the editing on maths, right? Yeah. Which is fucking brilliant. And it was a subtle, you might have picked up on this, it was a subtle little nod. But Melinda and Leighton come. Now, Melinda, obviously, you know, she was slagging him off once, she's saying how lucky he was. And we were like, oh my God, she's going to be Bridezilla. Really, it seemed to be getting on really well. They're both entrepreneurs, obviously quite successful at what they do. Same for, anyway, it comes to like, they've been intimate, they've got together, everything's going great. She's beaming, he's beaming. And it's when she says the joke, he came a lot, right? And they pan to <laughs> Melissa. And you see Melissa's resting bitch face as if to say, you lucky cow. If only I, I was. It was just, it was subtle, Dave, of all the people to fucking pick up on. And I know Melinda said it by mistake. She wasn't, you know, it wasn't talking like fucking Melissa would, but it was just that little nuance of, of and it panned to her face. I was pissing myself. You could see a fucking fuming thinking, fucking great. I've had nothing now. <laughs> Bad yeah. Sex. So yeah, I thought it was just so clever bit of editing. Yeah, I mean, I we'll get on to Melissa later because I thought she looked she looked tired, like yeah. really, like the experiment had, had really 
got her down since we saw them last, you know, and they, they'd had that little bit of a blowout. So, and not in a good way. Um, so yeah, I, I, I didn't fucking see this coming at all, Chris. I think, <laughs> I think our predictions haven't been bad of late, but fucking Melinda suddenly she's well into him. And it's like, yeah, fucking hell, where did that come from? Now, Again, Chris, I'm thinking the the meme that gets shown lots of times, you know, the one from Futurama where it's Fry, the character, like the ginger-haired one, yeah. his eyes close as if he's sort of saying, hmm, what's going on there? <laughs> it's just it's just weird. It's like, oh, the attraction, it just came, just came out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, well, she did. I mean, they did look like very close and stuff, didn't they? And I'm like, am I buying this? I mean, it looks real, but it just seems weird how it was a complete 180. And then I stopped agonizing over it, Chris. And I thought, oh, fucking hell, wait till she sees, uh, wait till he sees the footage of what she was saying on the wedding day, like about his money tree and having fucking all this privilege and uh, money handed to him and everything. I was like, oh, I fucking hope this is real. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i didn't see it at all they they did look like suddenly yeah you know this this uh thing had, had sprung out of nowhere and they did seem to be getting on quite well they did to be fair and they looked they were really into each other's bodies one they? way they lent in and that's a fair play dave at the moment that seems to be working i know obviously They'll fuck with him at some point the producers but yeah i was very surprised and they look really happy but what i did love dave Next couple up, Melissa and Josh. So uh, Melissa and Josh come up. They're talking, and I love Josh's thing. He said it before the VT. <laughs> I never thought of my married at first sight Australia bingo card. Josh would be saying he feels like a sex object, Dave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he gets in front of the experts. And they're like, the level of intimacy, you know, I want a relationship. He's really tearful. And she's just sat there like, yeah, yeah, well, we've parked it. And I felt very rejected and insecure. And I think we're getting to the bottom of it with Melissa, Dave. Mm. You know, joking aside, she's obviously been rejected in the past. She said that she was in a sexless marriage and that. It, it, she obviously does like the touch and everything. It's her communication is physical. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think we're finally breaking it down to a point where the experts are actually doing a good job at the moment. I don't know how long it lasts because the next fucking, the VT for the next episode, I think poor fucking Josh is going to have a breakdown the way it's going. <laughs> but but I did like the way they tackled it with her. And I did like the fact that she was quite vulnerable at that point. But even though it was all going well until he started saying about fucking Falls Hammer and I was crying, Dave. <laughs> Fucking crying. <laughs> the reaction shots of the other couples are the best, aren't they? It's <laughs> when he's going on about her. She's, I mean, come on. More people should have been laughing, though. He's like, yeah, she said I look like Thor. I'm like, come on, who's not laughing? Why are you not laughing at that? He's nothing fucking <laughs> like Chris fucking Hemsworth or any iteration of Thor for any time. But yeah, you're right. He's like, yeah, he says I looks like Thor and keeps talking about getting out Thor's hammer. <laughs> and you <then laughs> got some reaction shots and it was fucking brilliant. But, um, I mean, I didn't see that coming really again, uh, where Melissa said, oh, we've pa- decided to park sex for for this time. We've taken that off the table, I think she said. But uh, I don't know. Did she make that decision or was it kind of enforced on her? 
Because, uh, yeah. again, we haven't seen anything. We don't really know how much time there is between that blowout and, and this commitment ceremony. But, you know, and you can see Alessandro. Yeah, I mean, she was quite front and center out of all the experts. She seemed to speak the most, um, at, at least in the first three quarters of the episode. And I think she was sort of getting at, you know, if, if you just take that out, completely you know that's not necessarily a good thing either but josh is like i don't just want to be a penis (laughs) 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 but uh, how many single blokes are at home going i will be (laughs) yeah no that's what i said i think your dms are going to be fucking on fire at the end of this day Uh, but but you're right i mean Again, what a complex character. And poor Josh looks like he's on the end of his tether, Dave, doesn't he? You know, it's, it's yeah, great, great TV again. And that's what I'm saying. This show, I, I cannot believe it's like, this one was on for about an hour and 15 and it just delivers, doesn't it? It just yeah. delivers nonsense. If you're, if you're invested in the characters and the people from the get-go and you go with it, even when they show them at the first couple of episodes, you're thinking, oh yeah, these are going to go, these are going to be fine. You know, you knew straight away, Harrison and Bronte were going to be an issue and everything. But ever, and then, you know, Melissa was going on about the sex. You go, oh, yeah, this is going to be good TV. But this, there is some genuinely good couples who are together at the moment, which, you know, Duncan uh, is together with, I can't think of a bloody name, uh, uh, Lindell. The, the ex-Mormon one. Yeah, I can't think of yep. a bloody name. That's so bad. Uh, Lindell and um, Cam, they're, you know, they're happy. So, so fair play. There's a few that look very happy, Dave. And then we come to who I think is the biggest bellend we have ever seen since Bryce on fucking Married at First Sight, Dave. Harrison, what a narcissistical tosser he is. And I, I mean, I've, I was laughing, it's wrong, but when they said, <laughs> how's it been? And she went, well, you know, I've been crying and not just me. I'm not tr- just saying me. And Harrison went, well, it's not been too bad. He goes, to be honest, I've been like I've been on a holiday. <laughs> fucking pissing myself it's so wrong but after that he's just a scumbag for me Dave he's absolutely disgusting like he's he's got no awareness of anything and he doesn't like being told what to do just a horrible person Dave you could see he was seething quite a few times you know the thing is he's full of shit as well and he doesn't like being called out on the shit so like the the whole thing about this this girl who he was seeing before he came into the experiment I mean the lies he was telling were not elaborate and they were paper thin that you could see through straight away and he got called out a little bit but not enough for me you know and he yeah, was waffling and alessandra was fucking going for the throat wasn't she she wasn't having it and when he was waffling and she's like well can you just get to the point <laughs> but it, it went back to you know oh, i was seeing her you know about a week before and then it comes out well you, you know you sent a picture Oh, well, you know, how do you know she didn't take that picture? But it was literally the stuff you were packing to go to the wedding. Oh, yeah, well, she came over to help me pack. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, and we didn't have sex, he said. He oh, was but, like, we but, didn't have sex. But you said, you said before, yeah, we didn't have sex. Yeah, of course, Pinocchio. But <laughs> you said a minute ago you hadn't seen her for, you know, a few weeks or a week or something like that. And it's all these vagaries. And it's just like, oh, come on, mate. You fucking banged her, you know. <laughs> you got that last fuck before you went off to your fucking wedding. You know, and it's just, he's so full of shit. And, and like, say, 
you can tell that like he's got this coping mechanism that he'll gaslight people so he never gets he can never get caught out because he'll just scream blue murder that you know he's right and you know the other person's reality is not is not right so you know that's what that's why he was getting agitated that he was getting called out and he, he was waffling because he was trying to think how he can word absolutely everything and so yeah a despicable character but uh, the thing is before you mentioned bryce chris i was thinking he was the worst as well but i was thinking back and i was like no bryce is is pretty despicable wasn't he you know he's like well you're not ugly yeah <laughs> <laughs> See, i don't know um so yeah what a tit but chris let me play devil's devil's advocate for a moment at least he wrote fucking leave. Yep. Yep. I'm with you. <laughs> and we I'm get to you. Bronte again. I'll say like Claire, but Bronte has got even more reasons than Claire has. You know, it's basically, you know, anyone can fucking tell. What's his face? Harrison was banging this girl, right? Right up until the wedding, right up until the camera crew turned up. Probably. And then, you know, she's just like, yeah, I'm going to stay and see how it goes. I'm like, oh, fuck off. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I just want to address a couple of things, actually, though, because I'm with you. I completely agree. What Harrison did inadvertently, and nobody really said anything, is he exposed himself for being there for the fame and the career more than anybody I've ever seen on a show without actually just saying I've just stayed because I'm going to get fucking a load of freebies when I leave the show. Because mm. he said, "Why?" The, his words were, "I didn't realize I had to be faithful because I don't even know who this person I'm getting married to." Right? Yeah. Obviously, the, the experts' backs get up. Then it's an you know it's an experiment, and then it's the way that Shasi says to him, says, "Well, why are you here? What do you need us for?" Now that was said by yeah. Melinda. Melinda said that at one at some point, didn't she, when she was talking? Like, well, what, what are you here for? Sort of <laughs> she thing. was like, get in the bin. Get in the at bin. One that point. was a lie. Yeah, get in the <laughs> bin. And, and, and she said that, and that's what I, I agree. And, and he couldn't see the reason. And it's like, you have just exposed yourself to show why you were here more than like, even though Claire's doing it, and we know Bronte's doing it, and I'll talk about that in a second. He has absolutely just said, well, I'm not that bothered. I'm just here for as long as I can, basically. He's already said he's on a holiday. So, why wouldn't he do it, Dave? It's just it's this is the side of reality TV that that for me, I love him because he's an absolute wanker. As, as I love him as a baddie, as a bad contestant, mm. and I think I don't know whether it's going to be he's not going to be as aggressive. However, we say about Bryce, obviously the worst contestant's Olivia for for different reasons, but this guy he's not aware because when he turned around and said to the fucking experts without even blinking, well, I'm giving hundred percent. He just told us a minute ago he's been, been had two weeks on holiday. <laughs> I'm giving everything. He's giving nothing. And he's like, yeah. fucking for real. Like, what the hell are you talking about? And everyone, everyone in the room's like, fucking hell, what, what is this guy on? Like, he, he, he what is he given? He's, whenever they're together or whenever they're filming, he stands next to the kitchen or one of the cupboards with his arms folded in a completely uh, closed off stance he's not interested she starts speaking he's not interested even if it's for the mm. cameras he does not want to be there and i but i do agree i'll give him the credit that he said leave 
And why the fuck Bronte said stay is for the same reason that Claire said stay, Dave. Because she doesn't want to ride off into the sunset after a week and we've all forgotten about. Because there will be other couples coming, as we know, halfway through the experiment. There will be uh, two more couples coming, won't they, Dave? Because they've done that every mm-hmm. time. The UK one, the Aussie one. We'll get four more people who will just be introduced at some point in the next couple of weeks. So she's worried about what that, and we've already had the tea that she knew about uh, Harrison's uh, lady on the outside. I just think the whole thing, Harrison, like, I didn't take the picture, like that excuse, like you said, Dave. It's <laughs> brilliant. It's like, you don't care. You absolutely he, he, he didn't care. So quickly, though, you can tell he's he's expert. He's mastered this, you know, just to, to keep throwing out that uncertainty and to get the other person questioning themselves and questioning their reality. He He is a world-class gaslighter. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable, Dave. Now, I've got to say, Dave, you know, Alexander, give it him, but we didn't really hear a lot from Mel and John. And obviously, they take turns, don't they? And this was Alexander's turn, because she's not spoke a lot for some of the episodes when they've been there. So fair play, she did, and she held him to task, and she asked the right questions. So it was a little bit suspicious. Why didn't John say anything? Because usually, him and Mel will stick On the edit. On the edit, yes, you're right. You're right, and he may have said something, so I'll stand by that. You are correct. We get to Shannon and Caitlin. Now, we've already had the Shannon situation with his ex, and it's when he says, I might still love my ex, right? So I'm like, what? The? And everyone's like, what? He goes, well, you know, a week before the experiment, I was with her, he slept with her. And John goes at him. And at this point, because it wasn't, the, the episode hadn't played out there, and I'm messaging you going, well, Shannon seems to be getting more shit off mm. the judges than fucking Harrison did. Harrison's been an absolute ah. Shannon's basically said, I, I love my ex. He's, he's got a kid with it. It's not fair on Caitlin. We know that. But he was trying to be honest and sort of own it, right? So I'm sort of thinking, fair play. He's owned it. It's not right. It's not fair on Caitlin. The poor girl's upset. You, you, you shouldn't have come in here. Oh, John goes, Dave. But to be fair, as a messenger, then John went, and this includes you as well, fucking Harrison. And I was just <laughs> yeah. like, what? We've interviewed 10,000 people, and it's unacceptable. We've done... Uh, psychological profiling, you've met us, you told us you want to be in love, and you absolutely goes, There is no way you would be this better. And fucking Harris went, Bullshit. That's yeah. bullshit. <laughs> Are you fucking for real? And John just went, As of this point, what you've both said to us is you sh- we would not have taken you into this experiment. Yeah. Absolutely. You've made a mockery of the experiment. And I think Linda actually had a go at it, and then didn't she? And she said that, like, you just you basically took someone else's place. It's just. Yeah. So, but what got me, Dave, about Shannon? So he does all this thing, and I'm thinking he's going to do the noble thing. He's going to get up and he's going to go, look, I know, I don't know what Caitlin's going to do, but I'm off. And we've had this before, haven't we, where where we had it in the UK one, where one of the contestants changed and said, I don't want him staying here longer than he don't want to be with yeah. I'm going to change it to I me. think that was the UK one, though, wasn't UK it? one. Yeah, the, yeah, the UK one. It was the guy who brought a, a, a single out, wasn't it? Uh, oh, what's he called? <laughs> I got his name. The one who had the Don Eye socks on day when he did the, the, the sex week. Oh, what's he called? Anyway, <laughs> he, he, yeah, I can't remember his name. So, so he'd gone. But it was when he turned around and said he wants to stay. And I'm like, I don't get that at all. I, I can forgive everything he's done. And he's doing it for love and it's his ex-missus and he's got a kid to her. So there's a massive load of baggage there. And, and obviously it probably isn't for the best he gets back with her, but it doesn't mess Caitlin about. But then as soon as he said, I'm going to stay, I'm like, oh, well, we've got another fame hungry fucker here as well. Because I don't <laughs> believe that is the right decision at all. 
See, I thought the clues were there that that's the way he was going to go because, you know, it came out and, like, say, he had a proper grilling from John. Uh, and I was like, go on, fucking go for the throw. I mean, again, I think the experts sometimes could go for them more. But I think our experts in the UK, Chris, could take some lessons from fucking this. Fucking hell. Because, uh, you know, fucking Paul, Paul. Will be, Paul will be like, hmm, yeah, well. Uh, Bronte, what are you really doing for the relationship? You know, it seems like the blokes all the time, doesn't he? And like, yeah. hmm, I really think you should give it a, another go and, you know, do it for love. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, John just fucking goes for him. But he, he kept saying that, um, uh, it's, it's like, yeah, yeah, I loved it. And, and, uh, uh, when did you see her last? Oh, about a week before. I'm like, fuck off. That's the same thing as Harrison. You're saying about a week because it sounds like, oh, well, there was, at least there was Seven some days. time. You're banging her the night before you came yeah, into before. the fucking experiment. And it, it, it was just like, yeah, you know, but I, I really think we can work through it. And, oh, she deserves the best and all like that. I'm like, you're absolutely fucking staying. You Again, you're, you're as blatant for me as Harrison, that you just want to stay in there for the fame. You know it unlocks doors and what have you. But Chris, what I was not expecting, what floored me more than anything, I was shocked by Claire st- saying she was going to stay. But when Caitlin wrote that she was going to stay, yeah. I was like... Oh, fuck off. I did not see that one coming. I thought you were here for, to fucking find someone. And again, some bloke has just... She's even said this, this fucking thing has happened to her before. Yeah. She yeah. knows how the story plays out. She knows it's fucking going nowhere. But yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll stay. You know, we'll work through his love for his ex. Fuck off. <laughs> that, that was Honestly, Chris, that was the biggest shock. I think of tonight for me, I, I was just floored by that. And I, I was just, I was really disappointed because I, I obviously misread her situation and, and thought she was one of the few that's in there for the right reasons. Yeah. And, and you know what, David, I, I will say as well, going on the experts, they held Shannon and, and Harry the task, but then they go from like being on the moral fucking high ground, you know, like really late. And then straight away, they, Sean just gives him an out straight away goes, so what are you going to do? And he's like, hang on, why don't you kick the fuckers yeah. out? Harrison should be kicked out never to be in the show again, even if you want to keep Bronte in. We know she's blagging it. Get someone else in there for, for Bronte if you want to do that. But Harrison shouldn't be anywhere near the show. And Shannon's on the teetering on the edge. And I don't. I think he should go as well. They've done. They've, they, you have a go at him for ruining that, the whole experiment, but keep him in. I'm just like, get rid of him. Well, that's the dirty little secret, isn't it? I'm going to fucking tear strips off you on camera. But bloody good on you. Keep up yeah, the drama, yeah. mate. <laughs> we need you. We need you. <laughs> oh, Dave, amazing. We got um, an email, Dave, as well. But oh, Sorry, just before sorry. the emails, I mean, there were some uh, decent couples as well, weren't they? So Tanny and Ollie. I don't know if you yeah, you mentioned yeah. them. and uh, that, I mean, they seem to be going very well. She said, the sex is probably too good. And my mind was boggling as to how. Well, you know, they fucking pan to straight away there, Dave, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Again. And then you've got um, Sandy and Dan as well. And, and 
I don't I don't know how this one is going to go for them too, but they seem to be, uh, you know, building that friendship, that respectful friendship at least. At least they don't fucking hate each other like some of the other couples. So, you know, again, a, a mastery of editing, isn't it? Cause it's like, oh, these guys are getting on uh, quite well. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on very quickly to the messy Dave, ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think as well, though, Dave, like y- you look at, this is a show. We're nine episodes in, and we see the VT for tomorrow. And I, I, I am just thirsty for this show. Yeah. It's just, it's on a different level. I absolutely love it so much. I know I said it before, but for us to come on and talk about, we could probably spend all night talking about this. Yeah, it's so yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, the only the only downside is why wasn't there a fucking camera at the bar, Chris? <laughs> We missed out on all this drama and we were trying to piece together, like, uh, Knives Out, you know, trying to piece it together, what actually happened. But, um, yeah, just keep fucking cameras on them. Right, as always, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. As always, if you get over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast, thank you and welcome to all the new people who've gone over there. We really appreciate it, guys. We're getting there. We're going to get to 500, definitely, by the end of one of these two shows. We really appreciate all your support. If you do want to support us a little bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash CD reality cast. So today's roll call of honor is Ken, look at green, Lauren, Tracy, Hennessy, Susan, Priscilla, Dee Dee, Katie, Libby, Joanna, Noreen, Brianna, Helen, Keith, Michelle, Gillian, Zoe, Kristen, Maggie, Kate, Megan, Cassie, Fiona, Emma, and Schmate music. So thank you so much guys for all your support. We really appreciate it. So Dave, it's been amazing. Thank you so much, my friend. And I'll see you next time. Absolutely brilliant, Chris. Well, thank you very much, sir. It's just so good always to speak to you about this messy, messy, messy show. And thanks to everyone out there for listening. Thanks to all our supporters. And we'll speak to you next time. 